because they're gonna oh there's a bug i was, I was going to get it for you <laughs> yeah. let's kill it because it's gonna drag and clean ah. the episode no kill it i know but i can't see i can't see it to do it it's oh. blurry okay well i don't see it anymore I'm Illy. And I'm B. And this is Mommy and Murder Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about cliches. Cliches. And all the cliches of parenthood, yep. I'll say. Uh, but first we wanted to kind of do something fun. Uh, since it's going to be, this should episode should be released um, Monday the 13th, the day right before Valentine's Day. So let's consider this our Valentine's Day special. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to start it with proposals. I was very lucky enough to be a part of yours. Yeah. And I knew about yours before you knew about yours. <laughs> well, I would imagine you'd know, but yeah. I'd imagine I'd be the last person to know. <laughs> but um, go ahead and just tell the people about your proposal. Okay, so I'll just do a quick. We met, uh, me and Eric, I'm assuming he wants me to say his name. <laughs> um, me and Eric met in college. My roommate and him went to high school together. Um, and they were really close friends, so she like introduced us. So we met um, there and then that part of the rest is history yeah <laughs> story for a different time um but anyway so he lives he and his parents live about an hour hour and a half away mm-hmm. from where i was living at the time and so us seeing each other not at schools so like during summer and winter breaks and stuff was kind of a struggle because traffic and everything distance and so whenever he would come down to meet to hang out with me um we would go hang out at this one specific park mm-hmm. And that kind of became like our park, cute, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, and um, really cute park. Was and it was it like the middle ground for you guys, or is just the easiest place to meet up? It was right by where I was staying, mm. but it was just the park, and we would just like hang out there, mm. you know, just kind of. It was just like a didn't have to go like spend money to like eat dinner or like watch a movie. It was just like we just like, hung out and like talked and stuff. Yeah, and um, so we were dating and over winter break that winter break we didn't have a chance to see each other often for whatever reason and so he was in the orchestra because he plays the cello Mm -hmm. and so um that was kind of like his his job like every day and i was working at the time and so he was like hey try to get a weekend off in january that way we can do like some things over the weekend you know because we would go to the zoo a lot or like things like that so just like different things each day. So we'd have like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to do something. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, okay, yeah, cool. And I got a weekend off in January somehow and told him. And then all of a sudden he had this like recording thing for his orchestra that my roommate was also in orchestra. And um, so that Friday plans changed. She had to be somewhere, but we're going to meet up on Saturday and so Friday, he, like, late at night after he was done, we, like, hung out for a few minutes. And I was like, hey, what time are we meeting up tomorrow? And he was like, oh, da-da-da, like, 10 or something, whatever. And I was like, okay, cool, because the plan, the plan was to have a picnic, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, okay, I'm letting you know I'm, I'm going to wear my sweats. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, 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 no. Like, dress, like, dress nicer. Like, I want this to be, like, a fun picnic, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. okay. And, um, you know, it's whatever, Okay. And then that morning, my roommate 
had to be up super early for orchestra thing. And I was like, huh, okay. And then I woke up to like a letter, like on my bed uh-huh. as she was leaving. Mm-hmm. And mind you, this was like six or 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. And it was a note that basically, that basically said, go to this like coffee shop on campus to go meet up with one of your friends and have coffee. And I'll meet you after I'm done with this recording thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, you know, kind of suspicious, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so I go, we, we hang out there for a little bit and then, um, it kind of turned into like, she was taking me different places. Mm. Mind you, this was, this was a friend that I had that I've been friends with since we were like nine years old. Mm. So like the longest I friend I've pretty okay. much. Well, let's not rub it in my face, but that's fine. <laughs> you were there too. So you're part of the day. <laughs> but from there we went, um, to lunch at the first, our, the location of our first date, mm-hmm. you know, she goes, right, let's go eat. Let's go get lunch. Um, cause it was going to be a while before he was done. Okay. Um, there, two of my other friends had met up with us. Mm-hmm. So all four of us had lunch. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. And then it turned into her taking me to the city of the park to get my nails done. Mm-hmm. And there you and another friend came mm-hmm. and got your nails done. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So at this point I was kind of like, huh? Yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot of things yeah. checking off the box. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, eventually after that and she was like hey get your nails done you're gonna want to get your nails done mm-hmm. and i was like okay well it's in all fairness you don't normally get your nails done and if exactly. you do they're incredibly short yeah so yeah just looking out yeah i appreciate and then we went to the park mm-hmm. and we walked down because it, i mean it's kind of a bigger park mm-hmm. so we kind of walked down a trail and then he was there and it was so cute it was um a heart made out of like rose petals Mm -hmm. and then he was there and like he proposed and then i looked over and then all of our families there Mm -hmm. and friends friends. okay thank you (laughs) i was good to that (laughs) so like uh his parents were there Mm -hmm. uh my parents were there which my mom lives in arizona so huge i didn't know all the way down Mm -hmm. well not even that i didn't know she was there yeah Mm -hmm. you know and then my dad was there and then our friends were there like my friends and his friends and everything those who weren't involved in the orchestra recording that was still taking place that he didn't go to. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and so he proposed and then we all, uh, his family and my family went to like dinner after mm-hmm. or, like late lunch, early dinner. Mm-hmm. His, his parents brought Porto's cupcakes. Yeah. Oh, Porto's uh-huh. is so good. Porto's. So good. Um, and then, yeah, we just kind of like celebrated and then we still had that whole weekend cause that was Saturday so shoot either saturday night or even sunday one of those days we ended up going and seeing a movie because we still had like we still wanted to do stuff for the weekend that you know was like our weekend like Mm -hmm. hang out so then we went to the movies and ended up seeing the greatest showman that's fun actually close to here Mm -hmm. because the only time they had it open but yeah so and then we got married that was like in january and we got married that next december Mm -hmm. i remember that I was there too. Yeah, I know you were there too. I was there too. I was yeah. standing up so, with you. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. super cute. It Very was so, took took a lot of planning for on his part. It and did. Part. It really and he planned pretty much all of it. He he asked for your friend's advice, right? Because obviously we're your best friends. You know, like I'm not saying anybody in particular, but I'm the best friend. Um, but you know, he asked all of your closest friends. Um, hey, you know, like this is you know like what do you guys think is a good idea and he picked the park right he he we didn't suggest it he was just like no the park is important to us and <laughs> i think he felt bad because my suggestion was like doing something at that orchestra 
and he wanted, was going to do it on stage. And he said, I, and he took him like a whole day to reply because he was probably contemplating on how to be nice about it because he's so freaking nice. No, because that you, you went with me. It was a couple weeks yeah. before. It was yeah. a concert. Yeah, there was a concert okay. and I had suggested that the proposal should happen there on stage. And he was like, uh, it took him forever to reply because I think he, he's so nice. He didn't want to insult me, right? And he appreciated the feedback. But he was right. He was right. You're not a go on stage and be nope. proposed to kind of gal. Nope. Right? You probably would have been too mortified to go up there. Yep. So he, he made the right call. He, he did his, uh, I like extravagance, right? So in my head, I thought that was so sweet. It would have been so cute and probably a movie movement, right? But you're not, you're, you just don't, you, you like things that matter to you, which is like the significance of the park, the yeah. significance of the people that were around you at that time. And then, you know, like, the moment which we were so upset because all of your friends that were hiding behind the wall so myself and the other people um when we were hiding we couldn't hear you because it was so windy so we couldn't hear the proposal and the whole time we we're like what is it saying what is it saying oh my god what is it saying <laughs> well we were, you guys are really far away too. i don't think you guys would have heard anyway I, I mean if it wasn't windy we probably would have heard i mean it's not important but i'm upset about it still <laughs> what did he say i mean he kind of just asked you to marry him yeah, and kind of, you know, like the normal, like what you would expect, like yeah. goes like, you know, our journey and things like that. Aw, so sweet. Yeah, it was really sweet. Aw, I'm so sad. We should have put a, a camera inside of that heart, you know, because I remember the pedals on the floor. Yeah. Um, And then I think we were holding balloons, right? Like holding balloons and signs for congratulations. I don't remember that. I don't. I, I don't think so. Uh, oh, okay, well, I just imagine I'm adding details to your proposal. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was very sweet and it was so sweet to see it happen and a good guy because he's our producer so good for him <laughs> i mean i think he's a good guy anyway but oh, yeah. yeah oh yeah i like him as a producer and a former co-worker because <laughs> yeah we were used to work together mm-hmm. he and i after we got married though yeah after you guys got married you were like hey you know like you want to hook it up with a job and i was like all right yeah i'll think about it no 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 <laughs> i always say because people always say stuff like that like oh i got you the job right like i hate it when people say that no, I got an interview for you. You had to do well in the interview and impress them, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. that's all. Because people can go through interviews and suck. So, <laughs> can't guarantee you a job. People are crazy. That's not important, but it, I just wanted to go on a tangent. <laughs> Your proposal. My proposal. Which I was hyped for all day, waiting for. Pictures and the... Yes. yes. So, I... My husband, Trevor, he does not keep secrets, right? He... We open our christmas presents like a month in advance we he gives me my birthday present or he'll tell me what my birthday present is like the minute he buys it right he's he's not good he gets so excited he just loves me right so he'll he gets so excited and he's like oh do you want to know what i got you for your birthday right so i genuinely thought one that i had a couple more years before he proposed and two that he would cave and tell me <laughs> because i didn't think that he would keep it a secret he's just mm-hmm. never really kept secrets for me and so <clears throat> which is probably a good trait but um <laughs> and, so, and so so during <laughs> so my family has a family tradition where we do a raffle because uh, that side of the family we're incredibly impatient for christmas presents so in order to kind of like keep us going and waiting for you know like that big open at midnight um every hour we'll draw or like every 30 minutes it's gotten closer and closer every year <laughs> but every couple minutes we do a drawing or every half hour whatever it is we'll do a drawing and you pull if you you get a number at the beginning of the night if that's your number awesome you have a couple of wrapped presents at the front um and you get to pick from them they're all wrapped so you don't know what they're gonna be um (laughs) and so and so you know like it was it was that that's been my tradition and and trevor's been a couple a part of a couple of um christmases with us at this point so he knows the tradition 
So um, he let a couple people know that we were going to, you know, he was going to propose to me. And so that day I'm used to winning the raffle, right? Like, <laughs> I'm used to winning the raffle. Usually my name is drawn at least once. And so, I mean, my number is drawn once, right? And so like it comes down to the second to last gift that can be, you know, picked. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really <laughs> bringing dishonor on my family's name or something. But um, no, so we we did, we did. Uh, they they drew my number. It was a number four. They drew the number four, and at that time, E was only about a year old. And unbeknownst to everybody there, I was pregnant with number two. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, but uh, yeah, <laughs> most people did not know that I was pregnant with number two. My parents didn't even know at that point. Mm-hmm. It was just uh, my sister. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah, and you, okay. But I'm talking about at that event. Okay, okay. And Trevor knew, I guess. But, but yeah, so we, we, um, so we're at Christmas. And again, I, I hadn't, the babies were, uh, the, the firstborn wasn't planned because I was on, on, you know, birth control. So that's why the proposal happens after the fact. But, you know, it, it happened, you know, I thought we had a couple years. I yeah. thought we had like at least two years before I expected a ring. Um, and he ended up, <laughs> So he ended up, um, I'm, I'm singing a song and I have a video of it. I should post the video. Oh no, but you can see the babies. No, you can't. Yeah. Mate, I might post our proposal video. So I'm over there singing, you know, being silly. My number gets drawn and I'm excited and I'm singing in front of the camera to, Hey, 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 you let's go that way. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm singing and then and Trevor's standing in front of me and I don't think too much about it. And my, my Nina, who's the one who hosts Christmas for us, she's like, Oh, okay. Pick one of these two presents that are left. Right. Obviously one of them is a box and one of them looks like a card and usually if they're a card they're a starbucks gift card and i wanted the starbucks gift card right so i just was like i tried to get the, the card one right leaving the ring behind and so she was like my nina was like oh no like you you want this one right and i didn't think much about it it didn't it didn't tip me you off just had your back i thought she I, I thought i was the favorite and then she was just giving me a good tip like some like hey like you really want this one and i was like oh okay cool must be cool and I open it and it's inside of a box, like a Gucci box. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Gucci. But my, my Nina can be bougie sometimes. So I was like, oh, maybe she bought something real, like a keychain or something, right? Yeah. Like, right, like those, you know, smaller things. And um, and and so I was like, oh, or it's just the box, right? But no matter what, I was really excited about the box. Normally it's like gift cards. So like we don't just give out like cars and shit for, yeah. for our raffle. It's, um, you know, like usually, usually it's like something really cute and small. And so... Um, so yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. Like, let's open it. And Trevor's standing right in front of me and I hand him all of the trash, right? So his hands are full with the trash and he's supposed to be proposing to me in half a second. And so then E starts talking, right? And I'm like distracted by that because I'm like, oh, she's trying to talk to mom, right? So I'm distracted by that. And then like people are trying to get me back on track to like watch watch me be proposed to. And then um, I, I genuinely had no idea that this was happening. And so like I opened it up and it took like a whole second for me to register what was happening and and trev gets down on one knee and he doesn't even ask me anything i start i'm not a crier you know that right yeah i cover my hand my mouth with my hands and i like take a step back right like because i i was thrown i really like i i now looking back on it there was a lot of signs but i genuinely did not think i was going to be proposed to that day he did a really good job and he gets down and he you know like he pulls my sweater and he pulls me back towards him, right? And he, and he, you know, like I just start crying and I kiss him and he never really asked me. <laughs> you guys aren't actually married. Yeah, we're not really married. <laughs> but he, um, he never really asked me 
and I never really said yes. I just kissed him because I was like so emotional, right? Yeah. And w- things don't. He was like, and I asked, and he, I asked him later. I was like, what were you going to tell me, right? Like, what, how, what was your speech? What were you going to tell me? And he's like, well, first I thought I was going to ask you if you'd marry me, but that didn't even happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but <laughs> it's like when high schoolers fight that. Like skip that like do you want to be my girlfriend phase yeah, and they're exactly. like he never asked me to be his girlfriend yeah exactly with the disrespect <laughs> <laughs> and so and so so yeah so that that kind of you know like and, and we just kissed i don't remember the rest of the christmas because it was like you know it was just such a blur it was i was so excited and i was kind of just reveling in the fact and then what was funny after that because my sister didn't know that i was pregnant um we were like a month pregnant so we weren't telling people yet but my sister um, knew we were pregnant, so she like hand they. My parents bought champagne that they had used for their wedding, and then they brought the the, the champagne glasses that they used for their wedding, right? Like because they knew about the proposal, so it was so freaking mm. sweet. And and I couldn't drink, <laughs> so my sister like swapped it out for the for the apple cider one, <laughs> so that way nobody would you know like yeah. know. But yeah, that's my proposal story. And then you know, we, we decided to do, I, I, I'm a planner, right? So I yeah. always wanted a really big wedding. Yeah. But then at some point, Trevor and I were like, eh, like we have two kids, right? Like, yeah. let's focus on finances and buying a house and, you know, the wedding will come eventually. So yeah. we just got married in City Hall. Yeah. And I don't regret it. You know, I thought, yeah. I thought it would bum me out. And every once in a while, I'm like, oh, I never got that dream dress. Cause that's, I think that's what the wedding was about for me. Yeah. But you know, like I married the guy I love, right? And yeah. That's it. Like you can have that later for your guys' vow renewal. I think I think that's what we've talked about because um, even lately, um, excuse me, let's ignore the part that sounded like I was farting. It was the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> it was not me. I am hungry, but that wasn't even my tummy. Okay, also, this whole time we've been recording since we're on the side tangent. <laughs> Do you order? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, that's fine. Eric will zoom in. People on the podcast that are listening will not know that there was a steward, but we just called ourselves out. people. <laughs> For all your unsure moments in motherhood, <laughs> sponsored by Dub. Oh, wait, is it secret or is it Dub? Suave. Wow. <laughs> is it not called Suave? Suave. How do you say it? I don't know, but what matters is I'm thinking I'm sweating now because like, they called me out. I happened to look over and I was like, oh. And then his phone went off too. Oh. Yeah, so oh, well. it's been. It's I don't been. think you can see that anyway. I think that's why we have a producer. <laughs> but yeah, no, and, and, and now we have two healthy, happy children. We know we need, you said even lately, you guys have been thinking about. Oh, yeah. Even lately, we've been talking about, um, sorry, we again, we go off on a lot of <laughs> side notes, but that's why you're here. That's why you're here, because you also go off on side <laughs> notes and enjoy listening to them. But um, yeah, we've been talking about, you know, obviously our first priority is, you know, buying a house. And right mm-hmm. now with everything costing as much as it is, yeah. it's not possible. Um, but the plan is after we buy our house is to, to do like vow renewals and, mm-hmm. you know, like get married again and, you know, just our kids get to be a part of it now. Yeah. And I think that's so sweet. And, um, hopefully they'll be a little bit older so they can, because if they, if they mess up, <laughs> I'm going to be so stressed out. So just old enough that they understand to walk down the aisle. Cause he yeah. has been a flower girl before and she didn't do a bad job, but she did get distracted when she saw mom sitting mm-hmm. in the, in the stand so yeah you know just, just old enough that they know how to walk to the aisle through the aisle without getting distracted um but yeah no that that would be an amazing goal is to like 
I just really want that dress. <laughs> yeah. So we got to start looking snatched. When I was four, I was in my mom's wedding as a flower girl. And I walked all the way down until mm-hmm. the very end of the aisle and then dropped flowers. <laughs> <laughs> he did a good job. She didn't drop any of the flowers. Like she didn't do the placement, but she did a really good job. And she was gorgeous. She was, you saw the picture. She was this little sweet girl. So it was fun to watch, but stress me out. be a flower girl. Well, uh, when? Uh, well, for July. But um, I already have a flower girl dress picked out, so I'll just show you. Oh, it's so... <laughs> in July? She'll still fit in it, right? Like, that's always my concern. I haven't bought it yet, because I'm, oh, like, okay. I'm, like, waiting. To but, get it closer, so that we... Yeah. It's the right size, yeah. Like, not not too late where I can't get something else, but, like, not too early where I'm, like, oh, it fits her now, and then I try, and she's, like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hulk's out. <laughs> <laughs> Flower smash! <laughs> 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 I can't zip it up or anything because it's so tight on it. Oh, she's going to have to wear a veil, <laughs> a long veil. Oh my gosh. The bride is like, uh. Yeah, the bride is like, um, B, thank you so much for letting her be a part of my wedding, but I don't, I don't think we're going through with it. <laughs> I think we're going to go with someone. I think we're recasting. Thank you. <laughs> recasting. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was fun. You did a good job. She did a good job. She just didn't, you know, like I, I expect a performance and there wasn't one. Because <laughs> have you seen those like beer guys yes like, <laughs> and they threw us out of their fanny pack i was just in a wedding uh, and i was a bridesmaid and their beer guy what is it called beer buddy or beer i don't know i don't know what they call them but he like if, if you've never heard of it instead of like having a flower girl <clears throat> or in addition to having a flower girl people will have <clears throat> like one of their best friends or a favorite theo or something or favorite uncle excuse me so they'll go down the aisle and hand out like tequila shots or oh, yeah or like you know like the the wedding i was in there was beers in there and then those frozen so frozen margarita um popsicles there was mm-hmm. like yeah so it was it was so freaking funny and he did so good he danced to the music he people were crying laughing it was so funny i highly recommend i think for our wedding if that's still a thing we're gonna we're gonna do it that's funny full disclaimer we're wearing different clothes right now oh yeah i guess you probably bring that up <laughs> so it's not so you're like whoa if you're if you're listening to this then we're we don't even notice it you probably don't even <laughs> notice it. you can't hear my different clothes but can't. <laughs> can't hear the aesthetic change but if you're watching like the tiktok reel or the instagram instagram reel whatever you're visually you know like whatever you're seeing us on um yes we are wearing different clothes um no we still didn't put any makeup on (laughs) but basically we when we started our podcast we had decided okay we're gonna look cute we're gonna you know like get all done up right like finally have an excuse to put a little tlc into ourselves (laughs) and really just plans just slap you in the face of motherhood (laughs) wearing sweats and yeah i'm wearing leggings yep i'm wearing gym shorts yeah (laughs) we're just trying to be comfortable and get through the day really and still manage to make time for our our hobby (laughs) so i I wasn't wearing glasses last time yeah so that's everybody's like whoa (laughs) i just didn't want people to think we're avoiding (laughs) yeah no we recorded the first half of this episode earlier um and then because of being you know outside of responsibilities it got cut in half and then now here we are we're gonna finish recording and we're excited about it still be lots of fun yeah yeah um okay i just wanted to throw that out there <laughs> so we had to post it on instagram um 
uh, for all of our followers. We had posted on Instagram to see what cliches that they've heard uh, in and around parenthood. Um, some people's answers were in the response of them being the child, right? So like uh, the the don't leave the table until you finished your plate kind of thing. But then some people answered in terms of the parent um, things that they've heard as unsolicited advice. Yes. <laughs> so... Um, I just wanted to go over a couple of the things that people had responded on. And I think that most cliches, you know, like are, are said again, everything is always said with, from like with good intention. Yeah. Right. Nobody's coming in here to be malicious. They're just like, Oh, this is, you know, like, Oh, a little thing that they probably heard, you know, but then it's just usually, usually if it's a mom or a parent that's already struggling, then it just kind of hits you even yeah. harder and adds like, to what we just I talked know. about, which was mom guilt, right? We It hits you a little harder and it just impacts, you know, like what you've already felt for mom guilt. Like um, one of the first ones I'm going to bring up is like the, um, they're only young ones, right? Yeah, they are only I young know. ones. Yeah, you're like, I know. <laughs> That's where the anxiety comes in. <laughs> I got one shot. <laughs> yeah. So um, I can't miss any moment. I can't miss any Record and take a photo. Exactly. Exactly. You're like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do? You know, like they're only young ones. Am I supposed to say, no, I'm not going to, you know, what, I mean, what, what, when has somebody ever brought it up to you? They're only young ones. Maybe not that specific one. Mm -hmm. I think it's more of like, enjoy it while it lasts kind Mm -hmm. of in that same sense. Um, I think before Em started walking, they're like, well, enjoy it. Cause I were like, oh, just walk, like, just walk. Like you're so close. Just do it. How much easier would it be whenever she can walk? And then, you know, and they're like, well, enjoy it while it lasts. Because once she walks, that's you're, it. You're on the go. Yeah. And I was like, I know, but like, da, da, da. And once she started walking, I was like, remember whenever she couldn't? <laughs> remember whenever I could leave her somewhere yeah. and she was just there looking at me? <laughs> remember when I could step away and do dishes and watch her just be there, but now she's <laughs> bouncing off of stuff. And yes. <laughs> but um, I think just that, like, oh, enjoy it while well, it lasts. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're never going to be this young again. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I'm trying to, but I also want to look forward to what's going to come next. Yeah, exactly. It's so hard to stay present in a moment, but also... You know, like as as parents, you have to plan all the time, right? Like mm-hmm. I start planning my daughter's and son's birthday like four months in advance. <laughs> it's been longer okay, than that. Okay, six months in advance. <laughs> Pretty much their birthday ends and I'm going into yes. their next birthday. But that's just because I, I think one of my favorite things to do is plan and look forward to it, right? So people are like, oh, they're only young ones. The, what? She took my water. <laughs> oh no sorry okay well i don't have any more water okay sorry it's okay just enjoy it while it lasts you know yeah i can really like i can enjoy this moment and i can you know like be here in this moment but also as a planner just naturally i'm thinking of the next step right and i'm thinking of the next five steps right so um it makes me feel guilty for not being more present in the moment but then i also i'm like okay but if i don't plan then nobody's gonna (laughs) right like I'm I'm the advocate for the family. I'm, you know, supposed to be ringing everybody, right? Like, it, yeah, it falls on me ultimately. And then if nothing were to happen, guess whose fault it was? Mom's, yeah. right? So I think one of the other ones that we got was uh, sleep when the baby sleeps. Oh, my gosh. Sleep when the baby sleeps. Let me and just I- tell you right now. That's not possible. That's not possible, right? That's because because if you're also... So listen, if you enjoyed the mom guilt episode, it's because you're going to relate to this right now. There's no way that I'm going to be able to sleep successfully 
and not feel guilty for not cleaning the house, for taking that shower that I should have taken four days ago, right? Like for not, you know, like cooking a meal that I should have ready, right? Like mm-hmm. the for for doing things that household chores that have, you know, like grown for, you know, a, a meeting that pops up after work hours, right? Like a lot of things happen for my life, you know, like that. I'm not gonna (laughs) I can't I can't sleep when the baby sleeps and not to mention like the entire time especially when it's your like during the newborn you know moments you're so scared of SIDS right like you're so scared of SIDS which for people who don't know that's sudden uh sudden infant death death syndrome yeah and that you the minute you hear that in one of those parenting classes oh my gosh you're terrified for the rest of your you Mm -hmm. know like until they can hold their head up (laughs) you know so yeah even then they even now i zoom in on oh yeah i'm like watching her chest i'm like watching my kid's chest i'm like oh my god is it going up and down (laughs) sometimes i'll have to ask eric do you see her breathing (laughs) well it scares you right so no sleeping when the baby sleep you know i think that we should just vote that out of our (laughs) our mom advice or parent advice because it's just not possible especially if you're by yourself or if that's not your only child right Mm -hmm. like what are the odds that you get your toddler and your child's on the same and your newborn on the same system? You're not going to, right? What are the odds that they nap when it's convenient for you? Most likely it's not going to be convenient for you. You know, the, mm-hmm. it happens whenever it happens and you just kind of say, okay, let's get out of here and get out of here and let the baby sleep. And mm-hmm. <laughs> you just back out of the room as quietly as possible and leave. But, oh my gosh. I think for me, he, as anxious as I was and like how I struggled with like postpartum anxiety with her. Um, I couldn't mm-hmm. like we, for almost two months did a schedule mm-hmm. where I'd be awake and he would sleep mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. We started with like naps mm-hmm. whenever she napped, we both like napped and that was like terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then it eventually got easier for lack of a better mm-hmm. word. Yeah. Um, to sleep. But it was, I talked to my therapist about it. Yeah. Like every week. Yeah. It's like, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, I, it was getting to the point where we had to, cause he was gonna go back to work. And I was like, he can't be up 24 mm-hmm. seven, you know? Well, I think that, I think that the biggest problem with these cliches isn't, isn't that they're like ill-intended or anything. No. It's simply that they're not ideal, right? It's mm-hmm. not ideal. And usually when somebody's telling you something like, oh my God, I'm they're like, oh, how are you? How's the baby? How's, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm actually really tired right now. I'm really struggling with postpartum. Oh, you just need to sleep when the baby sleeps. Yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> no, you that's think, not what I need. No, that's, you. that's really not what I needed. And then, and then that tr- kind of cuts off like a, 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 a communication for you right now. Now you feel a little bit more censored next time you talk to that person. It's not that it's not that the advice was, you know, ever ill intended, but it's coming in at the wrong time, right? Yeah. It's coming in at the wrong time and almost always it's not realistic and, you know, the for your lifestyle, it's almost not realistic because especially like for for me and my husband, he went back back to work earlier than I did, right? He was only on paternity leave for about 8 weeks and I had about 4 months, right? So, I was lucky enough to be at a company that, you know, like as terrible as they were, <laughs> I was lucky enough to be at a company that did allow me to extend my time off. Um, and, and people would ask me how I was doing. And, you know, I just ended up feeling like I couldn't really tell people because it ended up being, Hey, well, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. And I, I trust me, you don't think I want to sleep when the baby sleeps. 
you think i don't see that little cute little fucker just sleeping right there and want to want to knock out too like i'm tired i've been crying because my daughter i couldn't figure out why she was crying and let's just talk about how emotional it is during you know like right after right i don't i don't i mean i do know how yours was but <laughs> for the sake of the podcast you know for me after i had both of them i really really struggled with ppd right so i would i would they would start to cry and i would start sobbing begging them to stop crying because i could not like i was doing doing the checklist right i was doing the bottle i was doing the the holding i was doing the snuggling i was doing you know like um uh, check the diaper i was helping burp the baby right like whatever it was i did that checklist whatever is supposed to be it's one of five things people will tell you right that's another mm-hmm. cliche it's like oh it's just one of the it's always the same thing right like you just need to learn their cries no i i i, I knew their cries and the cry I'm was like, like my mom uh, yeah i, I know I'm, I'm there most <laughs> if anybody knows the cries it's mom and then yeah and so i was like no like this this isn't helpful at all i'm desperate you know and i would just cry and then i felt bad and my mom guilt popped up because now i'm sobbing in front of this three-week-old you know who doesn't understand and then and then to the point where like at one point like I, my i was crying and then my newborn stopped crying because i started sobbing so loudly and i was like how <laughs> how bad must my cry be right now i'm sorry we weren't in a competition or anything but might have, i mean in a weird way that might have been soothing like the note like the sound yeah maybe you know or she was like mom you need to chill <laughs> I, I, i'm I new here so, so. <laughs> only one grier yeah exactly one. only one of us can be queen ma'am <laughs> drama queen this girl right here <laughs> but yeah no I, I i remember how difficult it was for you know post you know like postpartum was just rough and you know and and, and again you if you're listening and you are the friend or the family member or just, you know, a support person that's trying to help somebody through the recovery of it all, just don't give any unsolicited advice. Just say, I'm so sorry. You know, like, I'm so sorry. Is there anything I can do? Because most of the time they just need you to listen and tell them. Or that, even be like, hey, do you want to wash the dishes for you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, like the hey, thing. do you want me to help you fold the laundry? exactly you know like the things that listen to what their true stressors were right like mm-hmm. if if people would have listened to like oh you know like i'm not sleeping right i'm not sleeping right i couldn't have people over because again we were post-covid and the world shut down and it was you know it was really scary we didn't know how contagious it was um so people didn't come over right i didn't let them over and so um and that was a decision we made just to keep the baby safe um but yeah no so we but yeah, no, <laughs> you know, that meme that talks uh-huh. about like, oh, yeah. all the different <laughs> the English language is something else. <laughs> I feel like whenever people ask you, how are you doing? How's baby doing? It's mm-hmm. it's the same generic thing that you tell people in the morning when you say, good morning. How are you? Mm-hmm. I'm good. How are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that people I think that if you're going to ask a new family what how they're doing, be ready for a real answer. Mm-hmm. Right. And be ready for it to be uncomfortable right because it is uncomfortable right like it's uncomfortable to be vulnerable on this end of it right like where i'm like actually you know i'm not doing well i'm not doing well i haven't slept in like three hours uh three days you know i haven't showered in two weeks right like mm-hmm. i have this knot in my hair that i've never had before because that actually happened to me during my first pregnancy is i ended up having such a gnarly knot in the back of my head that i'd like cried because i couldn't get through it right and luckily i was able to obviously i still have a full head of hair but uh, you know, like it was such a bad knot and it got bad. And second pregnancy, I did learn from that and I got braids in. 
Mm. <coughs> from like labor just because um for recovery inside of oh. after the c-section i ended up having to like lay down so i was like laying down and i couldn't get up and i was just so exhausted that i didn't move for three days for my recovery mm. not at all didn't move to get up i didn't move to go shower i didn't do anything because i was just like one the surgery took a lot out of me yeah to um the fact that i was hooked up to magnesium and they were doing, I couldn't move because I had all these wires in my body um, and these, you know, like blood and, mm-hmm. you know, everything was happening at the same time. And then, um, and then emotionally, I just was done Yeah, emotionally. And then, and then again, I was playing the first labor, I was playing hostess, right? Like people were coming in, interrupting my naps and, you know, like they tried to be, you know, like peop- it was because people were excited. I get it. But I was dying. <laughs> that freaking Matt is going to kill us. I know. This whole episode, people are going to watch us swat a fly away. Um, you guys can't see it, but there's a gnat that's trying to eat us because we ate pizza. Is that why? That makes uh, sense. I have no idea. But we probably smelled like pizza. That's probably why it's on the microphone because our breath. Mm, yummy. Just say <laughs> pizza, pizza. <laughs> pizza, pizza. Now she has, you know, like her little brother, which is awesome. And they get along really well most of the time, you know, like they're siblings. But, um, but I remember I was so adamant. Did I get it? I don't know. It's not on the microphone, so probably not. Mm. I was so adamant about being present for E that I was like, okay, well, I need to take her for a walk and Trevor can go deal with my son right like he's a newborn he's crying you know like whatever right like i i ended up giving so much of my energy that one i ended up not healing correctly from my c-section because um i was getting up and i was going up and down the stairs and he was crying for me and i just felt so guilty because people were telling me like you're gonna forget all about e like genuinely people told me that they're like you're gonna forget all about her and it's gonna be all about this new baby people 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 were joking that's not funny it's not funny that is not funny. People, people said, oh, just wait until you, you have two. And I'm like, oh, no, I, I understand what's happening, right? Like, I get it. I'm growing the baby, yeah. right? And then they'd be like, oh, no, like, because, again, I started getting sassy the second pregnancy. They'd say things like, oh, well, you know, like, you're going to, you're just going to have to give all of your attention to this new baby. And then, you know, you're going to forget all about E while he's a newborn. And I'm like, whoa, like. And so I did the exact opposite. I remember very vividly that I was like, no, I'm not going to forget about my daughter, right? Like, there's no way I'm going to, oh, she's my firstborn, right? Like, yeah. her and I have an amazing connection. There's no way I'm going to forget about it. And I did it so much that any recovery that I was able to make, one, I ended up, like, regressing because of it, right? Like, I was I was getting up. I was carrying her whenever she asked because I didn't want her to think, like, why is she carrying baby and not mm-hmm. me, right? So, you know, like, it, I didn't want her to one be upset with her brother right for for him being there and taking mom away but two i was like okay well people are telling me that i'm gonna i'm gonna forget about my daughter i don't want her to feel forgotten about during this right and people just put that pressure on you and i heard it enough times so it wasn't just like once or twice i heard it several times Mm -hmm. and i hope you don't but like people freaking yeah people freaking tell you stuff like that i that that's not helpful at all that's not even advice that's just kind of a threat like okay because you forgot about your first kid out of you know 20 (laughs) it doesn't mean i'm gonna but people tell you things like that and that's what i mean when i say cliches that we hate yeah i don't mean like okay some of it does come from the best intentions i don't see a good intention behind that one right there's that that just made me feel like to the point where i felt like afterwards i didn't give the attention a needed at all 
and that hurts now yeah. and i cry every time i think about it because it makes me feel like the worst mom ever mm. going back to that mom guilt yeah mom guilt like probably gonna be prevalent in every single episode yeah. we're gonna talk about the happiest thing and we're gonna be guilty <laughs> even to the point where today i had to drop my kids off right like to to my my mom's house so that way they can be watched while i while we do this and you know the whole time i'm feeling guilty i'm like yeah. okay well i took a two-hour nap today because i sleep when my kids sleep now right because i got yeah. them down on the schedule so yes eventually it does work but like if you're lucky right and it just yeah. happens to line up with my day and worked really hard to for it and so you know but <laughs> people suck man <laughs> i don't know i don't know how to end that one other than like things like that infuriate me and i think that i think that people say things like out of pocket a lot when you're pregnant i don't know why it's like a green light i got a little bit of a belly right now people think it's a green light for you to tell me whatever you want i don't know i think well whenever whenever you have kids in general Mm -hmm. i think even after you know like you said sleep when the baby sleeps like all that stuff i think people like you said it comes with the good intentions like they're trying to give you advice what worked for them or like what they did you know and it's like that's that's great i appreciate it but if i don't take it don't get mad yeah you know like i how i am and i'm sure you're kind of this way too if i ask for advice it's like i'm getting all this advice from different people to see what's going to work for me yeah you know and like some people take offense that you don't do what they said and you're like well you asked me for advice Mm -hmm. it's like yeah but it doesn't mean i was going to use it Sorry, I was going to burp right there. I, had, I was like, hold it in, hold it in. Conceal, but, don't feel. Don't let them know. Put that part in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, now that I've heard us through the microphone, what does your laugh sound like to you? I don't think I've... I... I'm sorry. I asked you a question and immediately cut you off. I apologize. <laughs> Go ahead. I honestly... Just for that one episode, I don't think we hardcore laughed in yeah. that episode. Well, it's because this, I'm freaking hilarious, so don't, <laughs> don't play but, it down. <laughs> no, but the, the parts that we had in the first episode, I don't think people like the... People's feedback that I did get, right? Again, all three people. Uh, <laughs> the people's feedback that I did get, it was like, oh, wow, you made me laugh during this part. During the, the part where we started talking about how we knew each other, people really liked that part um yeah that was feedback i got i should have shared that with you i apologize wow. yeah holding back <laughs> holding back i need it i need it for me I, <laughs> someone told me i had a, a great voice oh who told you that and they said what i was trash or something no no <laughs> no no not at all <laughs> no but like when i was telling people like look our first episode's up and i was like by the way my voice is sounds because yeah. to me it sounds horrible <laughs> they were texting me as they started listening to it mm-hmm. and the one i te- whenever they were like oh looped in like i'm following like mm-hmm. i'm excited whatever the one that like, followed us, right, on Instagram that you were yeah. telling me about? Yeah. And I was like, by the way, my voice sounds stupid. And they were like, I would legit was just going to tell you that your voice sounds great. And I was like, I think you're thinking of Illy. <laughs> and she goes, girl, I know your voice. <laughs> That's what my husband said. I was like, I asked him, I was like, do I sound like that every day? Do I sound like that every day? And you listen to me. <laughs> and you listen to me. <laughs> That's awful. Someone today at, at church um, gets attention, like, because she's a baby. She was sweet yeah, as little button. She's so cute. Uh-huh. And she loves it. Uh-huh. And uh, anyway, someone came up to me and they're like, oh, I saw her like, you know, at the nursery or whatever. And she's like, yeah, are you are you guys planning on a diff- on like another one anytime? Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're actually expecting in April. She goes, I would have never 
known. Uh-huh. You look so good. <gasps> and I was like, thank you. And you're like, okay, well, that just helps with all the insecurities I've held on to like, the last six wow. months. <laughs> and I was like, wow, thank you. That is advice and cliches you're allowed to tell an expecting mother (laughs) please do tell them how good they look please do tell them you know even if you're lying to their face lie to their faces they know you're lying they know you're lying i knew i genuinely felt so good about myself i knew every time that they were lying to me because i just i was like nah i look like a walrus right now right like i'm gonna say well (laughs) if i was (laughs) hit me with the walrus if i was if i was (laughs) if i were in you know like harry potter world my patronus charm would be a freaking walrus <laughs> flapping around on the beach i feel like i felt like hagrid beard and everything man <laughs> <laughs> in between waxes <laughs> anyway, we're way off track right now but that is the advice you're allowed to give you're allowed to compliment you're allowed to you know, like, again, I think that one of my favorite things about this relationship, and we say, said this in the first episode, my favorite thing about this relationship is we go, well, do you want advice? Do you want a listening ear? Or do you want me to just distract you from how you're feeling right now? Because mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to be next to somebody on TikTok, you know, like, and just know that you're not alone. And yeah. sometimes you need somebody to listen to you and just say that they're sorry, right? Like, sorry that you're dealing with what you're dealing with right now. And then the last thing is, Sometimes they genuinely want advice and, you know, then that's your green light. Yeah. Then you don't need, because I feel, I feel like every once in a while I'll text you like advice and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just like slapped her in the face with unwanted <laughs> advice. What cha cha? I'm like, this works for me. But, <laughs> but, but then I was texting him. I'm like, oh, so sorry. I didn't mean to just like throw, you know, like unwanted advice. That's just what worked for me. I apologize. You know, like. And you're like, no, I really appreciate it. <laughs> you're too nice to say, like, shut up, Billy. But, <laughs> but it doesn't mean you didn't think it. <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I thought that. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. I could tell you last time that Trevor thought that. It's probably this morning. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say that you thought that. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. what did I do? It? <laughs> no, uh, no, I don't think we get on each other's nerves the way I get on my husband's nerves. <laughs> different relationship very there. different relationship <laughs> tell me what the next cliche <laughs> set up so i asked Brittany to like pitch to me right i asked her to like <laughs> i asked her to like kind of transition me into the next <laughs> next topic and that was <laughs> and that was the I'm attempt. Not good scripted <laughs> she's she her customer service voice turns on and then she i feel like i'm being attacked with perfume samples <laughs> I was going more for game host, so I guess it's. <laughs> I thought I was walking through Macy's. <laughs> you were uh, perfume from it. <laughs> what is it? Or, or for friends? <laughs> for friends, that's what it is. <laughs> oh my god! I'm yeah. not an actor whatsoever. You're not an actor. Not an actor. So bad. Oh, that's and you know what it is too. And I think that does really well for our friendship because we're both not um, very good at lying. I'm a terrible liar. First off, I'm going to immediately forget what I just told you. So I better tell the truth. I learned that very young. I don't remember things very long term. So I, I, I think I've lied like once and I immediately was asked a question about it. And I was like, oh, no, this is let me just tell you right now, mom. I was like, eight. I was like, let me just tell you right now. I did steal the cookie. I did. You know what? That, here it is. Here it is. You caught me. I was the one who pooped in the tub. I did blame my sister. 
<laughs> but anyways, Brittany's just not good at setting me up. No, I don't know. I asked like. her to be specific with the script, and that was on me. <laughs> this is why we don't do scripted. This is why we don't do scripted. Yeah. We do we do episodes. You know, like even our our. Uh, that's why our true crime episodes are you know like starting to be <laughs> a little rough. We're, they're a little rough right now. They will get better. I promise. You know, we're trying to figure out like our sweet spot. Um, also I'd like some feedback on them too. Like, do you guys want more detail? Because we kind of omit detail for the sake of, um, not getting too descriptive of crime, not honoring the criminal, right? Like, I don't want to glorify what he's doing or anything. Your daughter's over there cheering (laughs) us on. (laughs) Poor Eric, man. Yeah, poor Eric, man. We're swatting a little tiny fly that's invisible to the camera. (laughs) Like honestly okay you guys don't understand how good our producer is right our producer editor you know he's doing fantastic and so he i would say that our first episode our intro episode was maybe an hour's worth of footage and he made it 19 minutes because that's how much was usable like i just want that (laughs) this man had to listen to an hour's worth of footage to get 19 minutes and then he had to put it together and it was very good i'm people people gave me my parents yesterday right um they said like, oh my gosh, you guys did so well. It sounds like it's such a seamless podcast. You guys sound like you've been doing it forever. And I was like, it did not feel like that. It did. It took maybe like an hour and a half for us to get that first episode out. And as you can tell, there was only 19 minutes used. And he was like, oh, you couldn't tell. It was fantastic. Good on Eric. And so good on Eric. Yeah. <laughs> good on Eric. I came home one day after work, probably the day after we, mm-hmm. or day or two after we did that. And he goes, do you want to hear the stuff that made me crack up at like 3 a.m.? Uh-huh. I was like, okay. Oh, he cracked up. <laughs> he's like, I don't know why this is funny, but it is. And he played me some clips or whatever. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay. Oh, he liked us? Yeah. That makes me happy. He's probably just I like these broads over here. <laughs> I don't blame him. One of the comments that somebody had made in our uh, Instagram was that they're a stay-at-home mom. And somebody had the audacity to say that they were uh, – that they were, um, I'm, I'm reading it so I don't misquote her. Why are you tired? You stay at home with your kids. <laughs> the, they obviously don't have kids. They One, they don't have kids. Or two, they're not attentive to their kids. Mm-hmm. Right? Because first off, like maintaining a household, I my house is a mess like 90% of the time. Yeah. Right? And I try. I, I clean after work for an hour a day. Right? That's cause, because if not, I lose mente- momentum. I just started this a month ago. Do not <laughs> be fascinated at all. I just learned. <clears throat> Even still. I learned about myself. One, I'm starting to be a little bit less depressed, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm, you know, have a little bit more energy. Um, and it's because I've left that job and now I have about, you know, like, four months under my belt of not being at that job. So I feel myself recovering a little bit. Right. Um, and so, and so I'll come home and I'll clean for an hour or I'll cook for an hour. Right. Then I get my kids down for a nap and then, you know, hopefully I can nap with them. If not, they, sometimes they're asleep when I get there. Um, and then I'll just nap with them. <laughs> but you know, like if, if, if for the most part, I'm trying to like come home and clean for about an hour, right. Like do the dishes, um you know do a couple loads of laundry right like which i don't fold the laundry right like it stays on a couch and we pick from the (laughs) pile because i'm not about to do that right so but you know like i've been trying to like be a little bit better about you know maintaining my household and you know that's a lot of work (laughs) and that's coming after a nine hour wait work day because i start at 3 a.m right i get off at 12 o'clock an hour worth of traffic home right because i i live about an hour away from my my work site and so, like, it takes an hour for me to come home. I get home by 1 p.m. Um, so then I do, what, an hour's worth of cleaning, so at 2 o'clock, right? Like, I finally get to start 
being interactive with my kids or whatever. But freaking amen. Like that takes everything out of me. <laughs> I'm out for the count after that. And then like the kids alone, right? Uh, uh, the, the listener that made that comment, she has one child, right? Which is so freaking hard, right? Yeah. One, it's really hard, especially when your partner or your significant other is gone for work all day. You feel so alone, right? Yeah. And she's going to school. This listener is going to school full time as well because she wants to further her education, which amazing for her. So not only does she has a workload on her, right, with with being a, a, a housekeeper and with being a chef and she has a very picky family. So like she's worried about that, you know, like, come on, like, again, when, when it comes to these comments, I can under I can even give them grace, like sleep when the baby's sleeping, because that definitely has like some good intention. Right. You, yeah. It's like, hey, this is the only time I was able to get to sleep was when I, my kids slept, right? That's a good intention. Um, making comments about forgetting about your firstborn, not good intention. No. Making comments about how, you know, like somebody's, somebody's exhaustion doesn't justify. Who are you? Right? Like, you don't know what else is going on behind closed doors. Not only, exactly. Not only that, but people have so much shit going on behind a closed door. They have emotionally they're dealing with family relationships they're dealing with their partner they're dealing with you know like whatever struggle that kid's going through because kids have so many different needs right Mm -hmm. i used to be an after-school program leader right for the city that i used to live in right i could not do that long term (laughs) let me tell you right now i worked for it for like a year and a half and i quickly got out of there Mm -hmm. it is exhausting to be in charge of and those were my kids my two kids now they exhaust me now. <laughs> Have you played with them for five minutes? Like, I, I, yeah. If you play with them for five <laughs> minutes, you're like, oh yeah, that was really it. You just used three years of energy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you want to play Simon Says? F you. Go over there and watch TV or something because that takes so much energy. And Do then, you want to watch Minnie Mouse? I'm like, please, let me just put something on. You, how, how were you? I was such an anti-screen mom at the beginning. Me and too. and now the screen in our besties. I'm teaching my kid her own login for her iPad. Oh my, <laughs> that's actually not true, but that'd be funny. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Can no. you imagine? No, because because the she the, would have it memorized would, in a heartbeat. Would, if I show her it once, she will know it. Yeah. yeah, no, she's a smart kid. That's unfortunate, but I just think if you are gonna give like a cliche out there, make sure it's a helpful cliche. Yeah. But pretty much always, like if a mom is reaching out to you or a parent is reaching out to you with like something that they're really struggling with, they're not really looking for. They're looking to be seen. They're looking to be heard. They're looking to be heard and to not feel crazy. Oh my gosh. Because do you, do you go down a rap? It's so, it takes a lot out of you to like, it takes a lot out of you to admit what you're struggling with. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's if you don't have the village that you and I are to each other. Right. Like I can admit things to you. And even then I have trouble like admitting some of the hard stuff that's happened to me. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. like I, I tell you things like a week after and I'm like, Hey, like I'm, I'm really struggling because of this, right? And I'm sorry that I didn't tell you, right? Like things like that have happened to us, um, and it and that's and that's me knowing you're not gonna judge me, right? Like so, mm-hmm. I can't imagine if you know, like you you already feel pretty backed into a corner, and mm-hmm. you don't have those those village, you know, like the village that you need to be understanding, to be supportive, to possibly help you the way you need to be helped. Right. Because mm-hmm. not everybody needs to be helped the same way. Right. Like I need you to clean my shit. Like <laughs> if you want to help me, I'd love it. Please clean something for me. <laughs> they did calculations. 
on how much it costs to, oh, to yes, be a yes, stay-at-home yes, yes. mom, right? So if you were to consider the child care fees, right? If you were to, I don't know the number, right? So I'm not going to say a number yeah. because obviously every one, every state is going to be different. Whatever your child care cost for the month. And then let's look at the uh, uh, house, you know, like somebody cleaning your house. What? Once a week is expensive even like, cause it's like, I've, I've had my house clean before and that was like 250 bucks mm-hmm. and you got tipped the lady. Right. And, and so imagine having your house cleaned daily. That's crazy. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't do any of the stuff you really want them to do. Like the folding and the, <laughs> yeah, they do the house. Not they, what's they in do the house. like the cleaning, like the surface yeah. level cleaning. If you want things more deep and you know, like more intense, you want real deep. If you want it. <laughs> <It's just laughs> We're very different people sometimes, mm-hmm. and it's very apparent on this podcast. <laughs> I'm, anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, no. If you want like a real deep cleaning, then you know I can't I can't say it without thinking of that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if you like the and cooking and the cooking, right? Thank you for getting me past that because it was <laughs> I was just gonna repeat it seven times, <laughs> and so. <laughs> And if you, you know, like if you, if you, you know, have somebody cooking for you, like that's really expensive. Even if you do like those, um, uh, pre-packaged meals and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that you can order. Because if you're like me, I don't have the necessarily the time nor the energy to do it. Right. And if I do like, I got children right here, I got children <laughs> all on my face, the right hair. And so you can't cook one handed. Yeah. You're cooking one handed Well, no handed because I got two kids oh, and, the, yeah. and they want to help me cook. And I'm always trying to make sure that they're involved in things. Right. So I'm like, yeah, you can cook. That's fine. Let's risk burning a finger. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Like dropping a finger. I'm like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. You know, I don't give them knives, but <laughs> I do let them stir. Do you see videos of how people teach their kids? Oh my God. Nice? Does, like, talk, talk about mom guilt. Stuff like that makes me feel like a shit mom. Yes. Oh my gosh. How do you, how do you even start that? First of all? Well, I've, I know how, because I've watched 300 videos okay. doing it. Right. Like you give them those fake I knives get too too like guilty that i'm behind yeah no, like, exactly. I, I can't You're watch like, it I can't she's watch eight it. months and she's cooking your fettuccine alfredo like <laughs> you feel so bad about it you're just like, like no don't hold the fork <laughs> yeah. like, stabby stabby <laughs> i'm like watching every bite like did, did i cut that piece small enough <laughs> we, we had some extra plastic forks okay for one the other day and she straight up Broken, broken in half. <laughs> what a little roided out child. I can't. Just we were like watching her. I feel like she's gonna do it. She's gonna, she's she's gonna do it. Like just snap. Oh, she was like, "Jeez, Louise, oh, well, why'd you do that? Why was that her instinct?" I'm a little scared. I'm gonna be nicer to her now. <laughs> we had to take it away because I was like, "She's gonna, yeah, she's gonna stab herself. She's something. gonna stab herself, yeah. or she's gonna stab us." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know? Oh yeah, mom. I can't have a second squeezy. <laughs> <laughs> she was in the pasta that she wanted. Oh yeah, you did it wrong though. Yeah, <laughs> you probably didn't oh. add enough cheese or something like that. It, oh, it was so funny. No, you're we're crying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> she was eating so good too. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then you took it away, and I guarantee you she didn't want to touch the food after <laughs> that. Did. Nope, of course, because guess what? The broken fork is what made the meal. Because <laughs> she wanted to feed herself. I was like, well, now you can't. Yeah, now you can't. Now you're the problem here. <laughs> uh, you need a break. Brittany's going to take a brief, <laughs> a brief break. Excuse us.
Okay, so we're back after having to take a brief pause because B had such a laugh attack over here because her daughter just decided to <laughs> hulk out on her. <laughs> okay, she's starting you again. You can't retell Okay, it. I'm not retelling it. I'm we not have retelling. to move with the okay, we're, we're moving forward. <laughs> we're moving forward. Um, yeah, but there's always there's always things, you know, like things that drive you a little crazy that what from pregnancy to after pregnancy, right? People just decide to drop little bombs. But oh, what I was trying to say was that I was very lucky enough to have people that came into my life that, you know, like would say like, oh, after having my daughter, right? My firstborn and my, my son, the same friend who was also a bridesmaid of mine, she came over, right? She made us fettuccine Alfredo from scratch, right? Like where she like even had the chicken thighs and, and like cut the chicken off and I will never ever buy a bone in food right like i already don't have the energy to cook i'm not gonna take a bone out you're tripping no. and so that's talent there too. that's freaking talent and it tasted amazing <sighs> it's like gourmet right and so so you know like that that is the kind of help we need yeah. <laughs> during recovery right like let me come home let me come over uh, she did our dishes right and then i've had a friend who like i i would you know fold and stuff like that like i'm folding one of my other friends she came over and she's like cleaned my house for me relation really. and i was like please don't clean too much because you just watch the whole time and you're like super walrus pregnant and you can't like move <laughs> right but she cleaned for me right she would come over and just like like i've struggled before like emotionally and she'd just be there right and she'd bring me starbucks right because that's really the only th- okay <laughs> Did you get it? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have an entire TikTok of us just chasing this fly. <laughs> Eric, I want that. <laughs> but I know it's I know Eric, please. <laughs> please. But no, I you know like and and then I've had friends that that my my Nina, oh, she's so sweet. My Nina DoorDashed me a box of donuts after I had the baby, right? And that was fun. One, I didn't need to worry. Here's the thing is I didn't need to worry about playing hostess during my recovery, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and I'm already not doing fantastic. I'm already really self-conscious because I'm not, you know, taking care of myself physically, like with, you know, like basic hygiene. Because um, I was, again, I was depressed. And, and um, you know, the, so, but... I didn't have to play hostess and she still got me something, you know, like, and, mm-hmm. and I just think that, you know, learning who, cause not everybody needs that, right? Like some people really need that, you know, like the, the interaction, somebody need in, in the house, somebody, sometimes they just want you to hold the baby. There are people who need that, right? Like who just want you to hold the baby. But if you're like a hyper anxious mom, like you and I are, then that's like the opposite of what we need. We need you to like not touch our kid. <laughs> you can look right. But also like, can you just help me please? Like I'm struggling. Right. So I think, I think, you know, Learn, learn who the, the parents are, you know, what would help them out the best. And, you know, like uh, I, I, I think I do it every day where I'm, I'm just asking is, do you need advice? Do you need this? Do you need, mm-hmm. what, what do you truly need from me? Because I'd never want to be somebody who oversteps, you know, giving advice or anything. But, you know, again, it's a, it's all about picking that village and, and that's why we're so happy to make sure that we're growing a community that has you know people in the community that i'm pretty sure have the same thought process as us if they're listening here <laughs> if they've stuck with us this long <laughs> keyword <laughs> so that was our that was our take on cliches please follow us on instagram and tiktok mm-hmm. at mommy and murder mm-hmm. uh, we also have a gmail mommy murder at gmail.com all one word all, yeah, no spaces. Mm-hmm. We're available on several platforms now. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, and a couple I don't even know, but our producer was kind enough to put us on. Yeah. 
Uh, Hopefully we'll one day we'll learn it. Yeah, we'll learn it. We'll get the list down. (laughs) Um, Please make sure you follow all of those platforms. Start reaching out to us. We definitely want to have more. You know, it was really fun to look into, you know, what people had brought up that you know was their own cliche that they've heard that they were exhausted from so um please you know continue to be more involved we're going to continue to ask more questions so that way you guys can be involved and this can be a village driven uh podcast um yes. yeah there's there's topics that you guys want to hear um whether it be uh, uh, parenthood or true crime related please let us know if there's any positive or constructive feedback we'd also love that if there's, you know, something that you'd like this pot, because again, it is village driven. So please, you know, like if you, there's anything you think of, let us, let us know. We're, we're open to the feedback. We're open to the, you know, possibilities of what this, this whole platform could be. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Thank you. That was an accident. So sometimes my rambling is perfect and sometimes it's nonsense that gets cut out. <laughs> we'll see if that made it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Millie. And I'm B. And this was Mommy and Murder Podcast. We're excited for you to join our village. <laughs>